Dubomatic with the dub Come, come, fin, ice up your dance all and ice up your club Flinging down some sweet rubber dub Easy squeezy makes no riot yeah, This my sound and we bury that My sound is the cream of the crap Dubmatic Yeah, Dubmatic The original sound Fredrin Dubmatic's live and direct in a place called Toronto, Canada Dubmatic Rancho Calling, calling, Dubmatic Toronto, Canada You come out Big up, big up, big up, Dubmatic Welcome back to this week's edition of The Basement Sessions. I'm your host, Dub Maddox. Thank you for joining me once again. On this week's show, I'm kind of going to be jumping around some 70s tracks, looking at the Whalers, Zap Pow, uh, Freddie McGregor, to name a few, Willie Williams, Prince Hammer, and just talking about some of the tracks that they have and a little bit of history and background on the track or the artist himself or herself. To get started, though, I want to kick off with John Holt. And most people know John Holt from... Police and Helicopter, All I Ever Ask, OK Fred, Alibaba, and just a string of hits. And I always remember when I was probably about 15, I had a 45 of If I Were a Carpenter. And I played it over and over and over again. It's just one of those songs to me that really had an impact and spoke to me. But his music has lived on. He passed away in 2014. But what you might not know is that being born in 1947, he got started at the age of 12 which is quite early at the time. But what you'll see throughout this show, he's not the only one. So at the age of 12, he was a regular entrant in the talent contest run at Jamaican theaters by Veer Johns, which was a big deal at the time. This was your chance to get noticed and hopefully get recorded. Overall, he won over 28 contests and some of them were broadcast on Radio Jamaica, the national station. Well, that's, that's early on. But by 1963, think about it, 1947, 1963. He's about 16 years old. He records his first track, Forever I'll Stay and I Cried a Tear. And that was recorded for Leslie Kong. Then, two years later, he does a duet with who? Alton Ellis. And that song was Run Bumper. And that was produced for Vincent Randy Chin. So what I'm going to do is play snippets of those first twos. Now, the first one you're going to hear, Forever I'll Stay, it's not reggae. It's nowhere even close to reggae. It's kind of like crooner-esque pop music. You'll, you'll get it with a Latin flavor. It was popular at the time, but this is even before ska hits. But by 1965, two years later, doing the duo with Alt Nellis, it's firmly entrenched into ska. But then what I'm going to play is the full track of Mr. Big Stuff. And this is where you really start to hear John's voice come into its own and how he's known going forward. So what I'm going to play is his version of the Gene Knight hit song, Mr. Big Stuff, that was recorded in the early 70s. But his version is called Sister Big Stuff. So we're going to hear the two snippets of his 1963 and 65 tracks. Then Sister Big Stuff right here on The Basement Sessions. My little darling, why did you leave? You know you hurt me in my sleep. You are so beautiful. Believe me. 
Alton Ellis with John Holden, 1965. Now, Sister Big Stuff. Mr. Big Stuff, his take of Gene Knight's Mr. Big Stuff. Now, moving on, I'm going to take you to 1979. This is Freddie McGregor and his, well, we'll call it his breakout hit, Bobby Babylon. Now, just like John Holt, he got his start in 1963 when he joined Ernest Wilson and Peter Austin to form the Clarendonians, and he recorded for Studio One. He was only seven years at the time, and at that time, he wasn't Freddie McGregor. He was Little Freddie. What's interesting is from 63 till about 79, when we're going to hear this last track, he was with Studio One. But during this time, he also worked with 90 The Observer. And it was with 90 The Observer that they did Bobby Babylon. And this song was really his first breakout hit. I found an interview that was done with him, and here's what he had to say. It was when Bobby Babylon came that I got my real break. And then I told myself that once the Lord blessed me with this one song, that's all I want. I will find the rest for myself. Just give me one. And he did give me one, Bobby Babylon. And that's all I needed. From there, I would take care of the rest of it. And I've recorded many songs since Bobby Babylon. Many hit songs. I'm just fortunate to be here still doing what I do best. Very interesting. So, the music has gone on to become known as the Bobby Babylon rhythm. But the music that you're going to hear underneath this song, and you know the groove. It was actually recorded in 1967 by Jackie Matu and the Soul Vendors and a song called One Step Beyond. 
also on Studio One. Let's have a listen to Bobby Babylon, Freddie McGregor, right here, right now in the basement session. Seventy-nine's Bobby Babylon, Freddie McGregor. Moving to the next track, you all know this song. It's a classic, The Whaler's Small Axe. The story behind it, though, you might not be familiar with because it's got some mythology surrounding it. But in the period when it was written, virtually all the power in the Jamaican music industry was in the hands of Cox and Dodd and Duke Reed, who represent the big tree the musicians would have to cut down. The version that you might know is the, the polished, the slick, it's not too slick though. This is pre like Kai is really slick. When you get to 1976 and Kai is slick. So this is from the Burning album. It's still a little bit more raw, but it's not as raw as the original. And that's the version that I'm going to play. But I'm also going to play a little snippet from the original version, which was recorded with Lee Scratch Perry and appears on the African Herbsman album, uh, which is a compilation of tracks from sessions that uh, he produced on Soul Rebels and Soul Revolution in the early 70s. So let's have a listen to the original and then the version that we all know. Both of them are fantastic, but both are different. Oh, 
You'll hear that it's just a little bit slower, but it's not tremendously different. The instrumentation is pretty similar to the original. Have a listen. Thank you. 
show. the 1973 version of Small Axe that appears on Burning. And the album is by, and the album is called Burning the Whalers. Here's a point of fact. That is the sixth studio album by the Whalers, but also the final one. Peter Tosh and Bunny Whaler departed right after this album. And in the future going forward, all the albums that came after are Bob Marley and the Whalers. Little point of fact for you. A little, a little piece of trivia for you. So now I'm going to take you to 1977 and a track by Zap Pow called Last War, Jaja Children Arise. And I'm listening to this song and I go, I know this, I know this horn line and parts of the bass. So just a little bit of background, Zap Pow were Jamaican reggae band. The members included Dwight Pickney, singer Barris Hammond, trumpeter David Madden, who I've been fortunate enough to interview. And they existed for about 10 years from 69 to 79. The horn section headed by David Madden, went on to become Zap Pow Horns. But by 1973, this is actually when Barris Hammond joins as singer. Other singers in the band included, over time, Winston King Cole, Milton Prilly Hamilton, Bunny Ruggs, and Jacob Miller. They split up in 1979 with Hammond going on to a successful solo career. Pickney went on to play with the Roots Radix, Big, and the horn section of DaCosta, McCormick, and Madden regularly were used on recording sessions for other artists that include Bob Marley and the Whalers, Lee Scratch Perry at Black Ark, and a whole host of others. But as I mentioned earlier, there was something about this song that I knew. I know these horns, I know parts of the bass, but where do I know it from? Well, it turns out it's not just me, it's you. Everybody knows this. This is from the 2006 smash hit by Collie Buds, Come Around. If you listen to it, which I'm going to play a quick snippet, you're going to immediately hear the horns. That is probably one of the most distinctive and definable parts of the song throughout on both versions. But you'll also know that some of the bass line comes from the original, not all of it, but pieces of it. So let's have a listen to the Collie Buds version, and then I'll play the Zap Powell 1977 original. Have a listen. Basement Sessions, Dub Maddox. Yo. Finally the herbs come around Me I quit with me a look for me get it by the phone, yeah Sweet sense I come around Me a take a little jar and pass it around So finally the herbs come around The I quit with me a look for me stock it by the phone, yeah When Babylon... Collie Buds 2006 come around Let's go back to 1977 Zap Listen for the horns
I know you can hear that horn line. It is so distinctive and unique. Zap pow, last word, Jaja children arise. And you're listening to the Basement Sessions with Dub Maddox, and I thank you for tuning in with me each and every week as I dive into some of these tracks, a little bit of background, any historical facts and points of interest that I could share with you. Moving on here, I'm going to go to 1981 and the artist Michael Prophet. And I came across this track, Hold On to What You Got. I knew the name Michael Prophet, but I don't actually know a lot about him. So basically, a quick synopsis, and this is very quick, because he saw that he had a good few decades career. From a family of 13, Michael originally got to start with a vocal trio of friends. But after he met Vivian Yabiu Jackson, Yabby convinced him to go solo and actually dubbed him Michael Prophet. One of his first releases with Jackson, a remake of the Heptomes Fight to the Top, was a strong seller, as were the originals Praise You Jaja and Love and Unity. Their popularity led to an acclaimed debut album, Serious Reasoning, that was released by Island Records in 1979. A very big deal. But by 1980, he joined forces with the rising ghetto producer Henry Junjo Laws, and he cites Bob Andy as his main influence as a singer, which you can hear. So here's a track from 1981. It's mixed by scientists, produced by Henry Junjo Laws, and backed by the Roots Radix Band. 
of course, Dwight Pickney, whom we just heard play on the Zap Pal Last War Judge at Children Arise track. So here you go. Michael Prophet, hold on to what you got. Basement Sessions. Michael Prophet, hold on to what you got from 1981. Now I'm going to play a little Willie Williams track. And we all know Armageddon Time. And of course, that was the Clash, Joe Strummer's big famous hit. And he redid it and loved it. Uh, it was a B-side to London Calling. But what I want to play is Rock On. Now, a little bit of background about Willie Williams. And he's prolific and he's been around for 
just so many decades. But just like John Holt and Freddie McGregor, where'd he get his start? Studio One. And that was in the late 60s while he was still in school. In 1967, he set up the Triple Tone Sound System, and by 1969, he started his own record label called Soul Sounds. Among the first artists he recorded were Delroy Wilson, The Versatiles, and Rhythm Force, a pseudonym for the Whalers. But by 1974, he'd moved to Toronto, splitting his time between Toronto and Jamaica. And I had the honor of working with him back, oh, probably would have been 2007, because he doesn't live too far, and he came into the studio and we recorded a track for my Renegade Rockers album. So let's have a listen to Willie Williams and Rock On right here on the Basement Sessions with Dubmatix. Rock on. 
The next artist I'm going to play was not familiar with the name at all. Prince Hammer. Does that ring a bell? Barris Simpson is his real name, and he got his start on the VJ sound system in the early 70s and also worked with producer Glenn Brown. What you don't know is he also made an appearance in the film Rockers. Where? When? I don't know. But he's in it, so that's pretty cool. And it's a great it's a great movie to watch. I watched it not long ago. I had it on another computer as I was working, and I got hooked. Uh, such a fun film to watch and a great look at kind of what was going on in reggae and the music industry at that time. But moving forward here, Prince Hammer from 1982, King Selassie M16. But before this album, he'd worked with Adrian Sherwood, amongst others. But of course, what I've come to see, and you probably heard on this show, is that anything that was kind of happening in the, in the late 70s and the 80s, it was passing through Adrian Sherwood's hands, Mad Professor's hands, uh, Dennis Bovell's hands. So, I mean, this was a scene. I mean, it's still going today, but they were kind of the core. They, they were the genesis of what was going on for so many releases and artists coming from Jamaica and abroad and also homegrown artists as well. Now, before I play the track, what I want to point out is that when you hear the rhythm, you're going to know it. And that's because it was originally done by the Heptones, Give Me the Right, where? Studio One. Now, what is that link back to? Small Axe, The Whalers. And who are they talking about? Duke Reed's Treasure Island and Cox and Dodd Studio One. And we've seen from John Holt to Freddie McGregor, on and on, Studio One has played a prominent role in a lot of the songs we played tonight so far. And this is another one. So here's the track. I'm going to play a quick shot of the Heptones, Give Me the Right, and then, of course, Prince Hammer's 1982 version. But what you'll notice is the slowing down of the track and also a more heavier, lethargic feel representative of what the style, what was in style at that point in time in Jamaica in the early 80s. So have a listen right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
King Selassie M16. Let's continue on with 1982 and Sir Cox and Sound in a song called Poor Man's Story. And what's interesting is who's on the album. It's not just this song, but we've got Robbie Shakespeare, we've got Sly Dunbar, Horsemouth Wallace, the Zap Pow Horns, Bobby Ellis, David Madden, Glenn DaCosta, Tommy McCook. We've got Ansel Collins on keyboards, Earl Chenna Smith on guitars, and mixed by Scientist. The previous track was mixed by King Tubby, Scientist and Jammier, protégés of King Tubby. And if you're a fan of Wagon Christ or Square Pusher, you've heard this song in snatches of their songs, Mr. Makatsuku by Wagon Christ and The Exploding Psychology by Square Pusher. Let's have a listen to Sir Cox and Sound, Poor Man's Story, Basement Sessions. I want to call the vice of the poor, the man Fred Locks, the man Jay Locks, and the man Levi Rhodes. Special request on the popular demand, played by the number one champion song in the whole world. Live life love, a love life to live. Cause everything in music is mine to give. Man can't feel Uh-uh. African dreadlocks. Oh 
Show me to tell you this a poor man's story. Uh uh. Canati working in the gutter, Nati can't get no better. Working in the gutter, Nati can't get no better. In wife day, I yard, she a feel all the pain. In wife day, I yard, she a feel all the pain. Nati working on the plantation. Canati working on the plantation. Can it's a poor man's story? Your black people make a poor man's story. You better play it by your radio station. Canati working on the big plantation. Canati working on the big slave ship. Slave master does a crack with the whip. They working on the big slave ship. Slave master does a crack with the whip. She working, she working, she working, she working, not she working all day, and it can't get no pay. She working all day, not she can't get no pay. She working all day, and him can't see no pay. Friday come, and him can't see no pay. Saturday come, and him kids start starving. Sunday come, and him wife start quarreling. Poor man's story. That's a poor man's story. Wow! You never end in glory. Don't make me kill and never end in glory. It only leads to another tall story. Do it, yeah! But not to chat up the Amaric language. But not to chat up the Amaric language. But not to still and really keep him culture. Cannot to chat up the Amaric language. Whoa! Eh? Carrots are meaning for one Bullets are meaning for two Leave it out Suffer are meaning for three But the step you down the line and make you set me brother free This a poor man's story And let me kill you never end in glory It only lead to another tall story Yeah! Cannot tell him he's a righteous one We down in a Babylon and a DJ that is a righteous one. Can a DJ that is a peaceful one. Not DJ that is a peaceful one. Can me say strive by stride and a T not take pride. Strive by stride, not in a take pride. Bunny and pride, me say them take a shall not die. This a poor man's story. And a this a poor man's story. Don't have to do it in another town story. Don't make me feel your disappointment story. Uh-uh. Sir Coxon Sound, Poor Man's Story from 1982. Little Roy is the next artist up on deck here in a song called Jaw Can Count on I. It's a 1979. It's pretty rare. You don't hear it a lot, and there's not a lot of information about it. But I do want to share the fact that Little Roy, he got the name from Prince Buster, also came up much like John Holt and Freddie McGregor and others at a tender age of 12 in 1965. Now, the tie-in again is he worked with Cox and Dodd and Prince Buster. Neither worked out. Just didn't happen, didn't have the hits. But, you know, all roads lead to Cox and Dodd. Now, interesting point, in fact, is while he was working with Prince Buster, apparently, as the story goes, that he was the very first artist to use the word reggae in a song. Now, it was unsuccessful. That's why you don't hear about it. 
Now, he did have his number one hit in 1969 with a song called Bongo Naya, and he was only 16 years old, and that was with Lloyd Daly, the Matador. It was also the first commercially successful song about the Rastafarian movement. And if I fast forward to 1996, who makes an appearance again? Adrian Sherwood. They worked together on his album, Long Time. That's Lil Roy's album. So let's take a listen, though, to this rarity from 1979, Jaw Can Count on I. Lil Roy, right here on the Basement Sessions. Jock and Count on I from 1979. Now I'm going to move to Tommy McCook. We, we've already heard about Tommy McCook. Now we're going to play a song by him. So this goes back to 1976, produced by Yabba Yu and recorded at Black Ark. Now, if you're not familiar with him, Tommy McCook was one of the founding members of the Scatolites. He was born in Havana, Cuba, because his father worked at the Panama Canal. But in 1933, they moved to Jamaica. So this is a recut. It basically comes off the 2015 album Bunny Striker Lee, Next Cut, Dub Plates, Rare Sides, and Unreleased Cuts. But it was originally recorded in 1976. So it's called Death Trap, Stepper's Cut, Basement Sessions, Dubmatic. (laughs) 
Tommy McCook, Death Trap from 1976, The Steppers Cut. Now we're going to go to 1982 once again. We spent a couple tracks there. We're going to go there one more time. But it's not from Jamaica. It's not from the UK. It's from Canada. And a great Canadian reggae band that were immensely popular at the time and throughout the 80s. A group called Messenger. And as a kid, when I was a young lad, they were kind of the guys that you would go see along with the Satellites, Adrian Miller, Leroy Sibbles down at the Bamboo Club. There wasn't a lot of Canadian reggae that got the exposure that it deserved. Fortunately for them, theirs did. And in 1982, this was their big album, which, due to the success, got them a record deal with Warner Music Canada. That marked a milestone. They were the very first Canadian reggae band to ever be picked up by a major label. Their success wouldn't end there. In 1988, they landed on the soundtrack of one of the most popular movies of the year, Cocktail, starring Tom Cruise. And at that point, Tom Cruise was money. He was the bank for Hollywood. He had done Risky Business, Top Gun, and Cocktail, and other movies. He was unstoppable. So this was a big deal and a big achievement. And they were able to follow that up by winning the Juno Award for Best Reggae Recording in 1989. Back-to-back years of just great success and i i commend them highly i remember playing a gig with them probably would have been about around 1989 and just sitting there watching the drummer and watching his footwork on the kick drum i was mesmerized so let's have a listen right now to message rock you high Yeah. Say this is a reggae 
own messenger rock you high thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this week's show i'll be back again next week if you want to catch this show again or other shows you can hop over to mixcloud.com forward slash dubmatics and there are dozens and dozens of shows thanks for tuning in i'll see you again soon <laughs>